Hey guys, Frank here. Quick announcement. We are aware that there are ads that have been playing sort of the wrong spots in the show, or even in shows that are episodes where there aren't even supposed to be ads. We apologize for this. However, this is due to uh, an issue with our hosting company. We're working with them trying to get that issue fixed, and hopefully we'll be able to have it fixed uh, very soon. This episode, however, is is going out with us being aware that the issue is not fixed, and we apologize for the past episodes where this has been happening. Um, And thank you to those of you who've brought this to our attention. Now enjoy the show. Well, from nicely cooling Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show, Dan, did you know we're going to be talking about QAnon? The new emerging cult of QAnon. I think you mean the new truth. Quanon. 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 I think what we're going to be doing is letting our listeners know what's really going on because oh. i don't i don't think they know we're gonna the dig truth. deep we're gonna look at we're gonna look at all the facts we're we've we're got cl- we're 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 educating ourselves yeah and we're yeah, looking we're, at we're, the facts we're doing the research we're, we're doing the research i was i was digging for that damn <laughs> i couldn't would not come yeah anyway yeah so we're gonna be talking about all of that timely very timely yeah yeah, it's, um, it's the fastest growing religion in the United States of America. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's absolutely fucking terrifying. Yeah. Uh, All right, Dan. Yeah. Um, here's a, a little study that um, has people on uh, both sides of the believer, non-believer divide coming up with possible explanations because it's so surprising to a lot of people, I guess. Okay. Um, a uh, a group of researchers um, at uh, Baylor University um, took a, a deep a deep dive into the Baylor Religion Survey, um, okay. which is the the university's natural or national survey of American religious beliefs, values, and behaviors that they hold every few years, just to get a just to get a little sense. Just for fun. Yeah, just to just, just to some check shits in. and giggles. Just just to see what we're how we're all doing. They, they hey, call America, around. What do you guys believe, <laughs> man? That's basically it. Um uh-huh. and so they they had this theory, right? That um the the it's sort of based on this idea that 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 they 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 say that they they find this and it's probably true um that that there is a, a benefit uh to religious engagement to physical and mental health right oh sure we've um, seen we've we, seen we've seen the studies before, that, that right? say that um but they want the, the, to look... the people who are religious like we don't have a causal relationship established no. but people no. who are religious seem to be a little bit healthier yeah uh mentally and physically yeah for and so reason. they they wanted to look specifically at the issue of sleep 
And they right. thought they knew which direction this was going to come out. Sure. But of course, Christians were sleeping more than these poor atheists who must be up in the night or up at night, you know, um, stewing about God and, <laughs> this, and everyone and the plotting state of against plotting against their Christian neighbors. Yeah. It's, it's all we have which to babies do to eat, you know. Um, well, I smell a twist coming. They it was exactly the opposite of what they thought. Uh, it turns out that seventy three percent of atheists and agnostics they grouped them together to have a good sample size, I guess. Sure. But seventy three percent of that group um, usually got the recommended amount of sleep, which is between seven and nine hours a night, depending on your specific needs. Right. Right. Um, and they were able to report that they, they felt rested, I guess. Okay. Um, turns out that if you'd looked at, uh, all the religious people collectively, sick, only 65% of, uh, the religious folk, uh, say that they were getting the same amount of sleep. Interesting. Um, ter- uh, some breakdowns of the numbers, uh, only 55% of Baptists report getting enough sleep. I don't know why. Oh my gosh. Catholic 63%. Um, and then other groups were kind of hard um, to really draw any conclusions because the, the sample sizes were just too small. Um, huh. And so let's see. This is uh, one of the researchers. Uh, what was her name? Oh, nobody cares. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Anyway, so she says, we know that sleep loss undercuts many human abilities that are considered to be core values of the church. Being a positive member of a social community, expressing love and and compassion regarding the, or rather than anger or judgment and displaying integrity and moral reasoning and behavior. Because here's the thing. If you're sleep deprived, you're usually quick to judge and you're quick to anger. Now, what does that actually sound like to you? Sounds so, like a Christian, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was, I was it sounds say, like they've like, actually touched upon why Christians are so judgy. <laughs> we did. Is that all we all need to time. do is just make sure that everybody's getting enough sleep? We just and then... need the Christians getting their seven to nine every night. They guys. All, they all need to get like some kind of like, like Apple Watch type thing that reminds them to go to bed. Right or if you, fit if you, if you see somebody waving a Blue Lives Matter flag with like a, a MAGA hat on, just walk up to them and be like, "You getting enough sleep, buddy? <laughs> we need to help you out with that." It's. I mean, what if You're this not is sleeping? It? What if this is the silver bullet, man, <laughs> that can like save our society? We're hey, just man. not sleeping enough. Have well, you heard we the are. good word about Ambien? <laughs> can, can I share the good news with you? Oh let's, my God! Now, of get course, you into a sleep study. Uh, what what a lot of atheists uh, conclusions that atheists are drawing are things like um, you know lack of of guilt and shame <laughs> aren't keeping us up at night. Okay, um, sure. Uh, I I kind of flashed maybe like you know like a lot of. Uh, churches will require a lot of a lot of involvement from mm. from their congregants you know like there's always activities and there's stuff to cart the kids off to and this and that and so maybe it's just a lot of like just people being you know overly committed to things in their community um, i was just wondering you mentioned kids i'm wondering if they just have a lot of kids oh uh, yeah keeping them awake yeah 
No, that's true. If you were like, you know, just always had a baby in the house, that's going to keep you up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Who it's, uh, knows? It's bad for your sleep. Don't don't <laughs> believe in Jesus. It's bad for your sleep. <laughs> All right. Um, well, hey, since we're on the subject of new research out. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got I've got an interesting one. Uh, this one, this is a paper that was published in the journal Public Administration Review, mm. and it is about school administration to some extent. It's an interesting little study. Okay. Um, basically, what this group did uh, that did that wrote the study was that they emailed the principals of around 45,000 schools in 33 states here in these United States of America. Okay. And and what they did was posed as parents who wanted to enroll their kids into those schools, but, but were requesting a meeting with the principal to discuss certain... Uh, to, you know, before they decided where to enroll their, their student. Ah, okay. Uh now here's the here's the really interesting thing. Basically, the email was the same for uh, that they sent to all of them, with one change, which was, well, okay, with a series of changes. So they tested a whole bunch of different things. Um, the first change was that they put a quote at the bottom of the email. I, I presumably in the uh, in you know in the in your signature uh, area si- signature area. Yeah. Okay. Um. And the quote was the same quote, but with diff- but with one word changed and different attribution. So, oh. for instance, one, some of the emails said, quote, Atheism teaches that life is precious and beautiful. We should live our lives to the fullest, to the end of our days. Richard Dawkins. Oh, okay. So that's one of them. But then there are other versions that had that said Pope that were attributed to Pope Benedict, attributed to Billy Graham, attributed to the Prophet Muhammad. Okay. And just they changed the word atheism to Catholic or to Protestant or to you know Islam or whatever. Oh. Okay. Okay. To see how people would how these principles respond when they just sort of offhandedly and 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 with no you know relevance they just know now that this person is that's reaching out to them is a catholic or a protestant or an a muslim or an atheist <laughs> right okay um now they so that was the that was the low intensity version of this uh of, of this experiment then they went a medium intensity version which were that they included in different line uh, they had the they had that quotation but they also included a different line in the body of the email that would say something along the lines of, quote, one of the reasons we would like to meet with you is that we are raising Jonah or Sarah to be a good atheist humanist, and we want to make sure that this would be possible at your school. Oh. Or we are raising them to be a good, you know, Muslim and want to make sure, or to be a good Christian and wanted to make sure that that was, you know, etc. Right. Yeah, okay. So fi- and then the last thing was that they did what they called high intensity requests. Oh God! Which included, which said, uh, one of the reasons we'd like to meet with you is that we are raising Jonah or Sarah to be a good atheist humanist and want to protect him or her from uh, 
from anything that runs counter to our beliefs. <laughs> okay. So and and again, oh, they would wow. send this also with Christian, you know, with a right. Christian iteration and a Muslim iteration, etc. Yeah. Uh, and they send those out to everybody, uh, and then they send out a control control emails that didn't identify any religion at all. Aha. Uh -huh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out that uh, Muslim and atheist parents are discriminated against for merely revealing their beliefs in the signature part of the email. Oh my God! Literally, they 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 got a the probability of a reply decreased from by about four four and a half percent. Oh my! Really? Which is statistically significant. Yeah. Uh, in the higher, uh, levels, it got, it got significantly higher once they were like, so, so it, it increased dramatically if they, with, if they inquire about compatibility of the school with their beliefs or ask for accommodations. So then we're getting up into the, uh, eight, eight. 0.7 range or the third or even 13 percentage points. So the school administrators at public schools right, right. are just ignoring the email. Yeah. They just <laughs> won't even answer. Now they don't know what this means, but it's very clear that it means that like you're not going to be there's a, uh, at least discomfort, right? Like because the yeah. administrators like I don't know. I I can't I can't answer these questions without getting myself into hot water. Yeah, or right? something. Like, or just like, well, fuck you. I don't want you at my school. Yeah. It's, and it's, what's funny is that it's the same quotation, it, you know, just with a different attribution. And suddenly it's like, right. It's I, a super I'm, positive quotation, too. Like right. It's, it's all about living a good life. And yeah. And it's and it's meaningless. It's also a meaningless quotation. Right, 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 right. But it's like it has that uh, sense of being a very like these are good people, right? They're they're right. trying to do, but but the 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 f mere fact that they identify as either uh, Muslim or atheist is enough to is, cloud that perception, yeah. right? Yeah, and you know the, we don't know what this means in terms of how they would tr how that school would treat a an actual atheist or Muslim child or what, you know, we don't know what that ends up meaning. Right. But if nothing else, it's clear that, uh, it, that there's a difference in how they're treated. Right. And that is, uh, delightfully concerning, isn't it? Isn't that fun? Can we get, uh, the, the, the names of all these school districts? <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's, let, let's, uh, let's break it down by, uh, it doesn't seem to have much uh, to, to matter much geographically. They didn't. Hmm. That, that didn't seem to be a thing. So, huh. fun. There you have it, Dan. We, we still don't have it figured out yet. It's part of the deal. Yeah. Well, Dan. Yeah. Up in Vancouver, Dan. Yes. Uh, in the uh, the west end of Vancouver, apparently. Uh, home to uh, the local LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. um, a an incident happened um, to a uh, someone who was trying to do something good. Okay, uh, you're making me nervous. Apparently, this summer, uh, more so than in years past, or maybe even completely, just like 
maybe it's just worse or maybe it's never even happened before but christian um street preachers have shown up uh with extremely loud loudspeakers sure and they have been and you got to be able to shout everybody down yeah whoever's loudest wins in the theological world (laughs) that's how it works right uh and uh because this is a a, a a neighborhood with a lot of uh, you know members of the queer community, they decided that they were going to um, just be blasting nasty, bigoted, hateful, homophobic stuff, um, just screaming into these into their microphones, uh, basically you're, you're all say- summer long. You're saying the preachers, the preachers, not, n- not, not the, the nice gay, gay people. people. The gay people were not screaming in. It's because <laughs> it's the neighborhood that these street preachers, right. street preachers, yeah, they showed targeted up it into this into this neighborhood. Well, the the neighbors are were getting frustrated, right? And this sure. guy by the name of Justin Morissette um, decides that he's he's had enough, right? Okay. Um, he says, let's see. He says, I asked them if they were going to stay, if they would at least turn the volume down. Right. Because I really cannot stress enough how obscenely loud these speakers are. You can hear, you can hear them for blocks and blocks and blocks. Um, frustrated, he says uh, he grabbed the microphone from the, the street preacher and refused to give it back. So, Okay. That's probably not the thing to do, but in response to that, this one of the street preachers, in a, in so this is uh, Morissette speaking, in a judo style takedown, he wrenched my leg against his until my tibia and fibula snapped, broke. Oh my god! And my knee dislocated. He absolutely 1000% knew what he was knew that that was going to happen when he did that. This was a malicious intentional break of my leg. Uh, well, he, that look to break those leg bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You kind of do have to know what you're doing. Yeah. Like that's, that's not an easy thing to do. This person was trained. Yeah. And probably had taken some martial art of some kind. Um, So now this guy, uh, Morissette, has um, a metal rod on the exterior of his left leg. um, And he's going to be in the hospital uh, for at least a couple more weeks. Jesus. Um, And this is pretty recent that this happened. So this is pretty current. Um, And... uh, he says, there was a stretch in the immediate aftermath when I was in excruciating agony that I wished that I just minded my own business and done nothing. But honestly, I think I would feel worse about it if that is what I had done. Um, he says, I found it extremely disruptive and offensive what they were saying to people who live in my community and uh, who are my neighbors. Um, I had to listen to these guys tell my neighbors that they're going to burn in hell forever uh, because of who they love and who they are. And, yeah, it's what, and that's, so here's this good guy, right? Who's like right. trying just to, he's just half fucking had it. And not only are these like street preachers so hateful, right? That they, that they would, and, and like, who are you that you yeah. set up 
and and waste your summer right just yelling into a microphone knowing that you're being the that this is obnoxious you know it right well and and mean and you're mean. just being yeah you're you're like that's their christianity yeah i think you know this is part of what we're going to be talking about at the end of the show but i you know christianity i i tweeted this recently but i just don't think I, I don't think we can call what Jesus said Christianity anymore because mm. Christians have given that up long since. <laughs> that's that's Jesusism, and it's a totally different religion, and nobody practices that really anymore. Right. The, they practice Christianity, which is hateful yeah. and mean yeah. and spite-filled and, uh, and yeah, it's it's a totally different animal entirely. Yeah, I know. What gross people. I know. And I'm just so... Uh, so bothered. Yeah. Well, <laughs> by, by them. well, they're so awful. Well, good. Uh, because I'm going to keep on bothering oh, you. Because no, speaking man, of Christians... I can't handle anymore. We're going to talk a little bit about Eric Metaxas. I don't know uh, who this is. Should I know this I, name? You should know this name. Yeah. Who is I, this? I'm sure we've talked about it. We must have played something from his... What? Anyway, he's a, he's a, he's got a talk show. What? Okay. Like a radio show called the Eric Metaxas show. I think, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Anyway, I don't listen to him, but, but I'm definitely aware that he's out there. I'm, and he, uh, he considers himself quite, quite the intellectual. Oh, you know, does went he? To Ye I think he went to Yale uh, and he, uh. He has a, a an event that he hosts uh, in uh, New York that he calls Socrates in the City oh. Conversations on the Examined Life. Oh, nice. Okay. So that sounds uh, but, very smarty. Yeah, but he and 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 so yeah, obviously so erudite he is. <laughs> well, he's uh, he's in a little bit of hot water. Oh no! Because erudite though he may be. It seems that he got into a bit of a dust-up. Uh, he had apparently been attending the uh, the the Republican National Convention. Um, he, he was there for Trump's final speech, the big the big speech at the end. And there's video of him he uh, of a bunch of people leaving the event, hmm. and a uh, a very obnoxious guy on a on a bicycle is riding his bike through the crowd yelling things like fuck you fuck trump blah 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 and just being just you know being big uh, obnoxious obnoxious uh, <laughs> you know whatever and then you see in this video a guy step up and punch this kid in the back of his head knocking him off of his bicycle holy shit and then when the guy jumps up and is like, you, you attacked me, that's assault, that's federal, that's felony assault, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, the attacker starts running backwards inexplicably. That was interesting. It's this Metaxas guy. It's very, it's, what? I mean, it's, uh, he, he has so far, I don't, I think he has stopped short of claiming that it wasn't him. But he, he's very much trying to imply that it wasn't him. But whoever it was that committed this horrible attack is wearing exactly the same thing that Metaxas was wearing that night. 
And <gasps> the the lady friend who was with him is wearing exactly the same thing that the woman he was with was wearing that night. And there's a, a there's in the video there's a woman who keeps shouting Eric. So you tell me I I'm you know allegedly allegedly this dickhead punched a guy and knocked him off of his bike. Sounds like he was framed to me. Like if if you yeah. really this sounds like um some deep state shit you know that's right that's right exactly <laughs> they what what happened was they, they the, deep faked real life right the uh the 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 rothschilds and george soros set up a uh <laughs> false flag uh, thing a false flag yeah exactly they sent somebody in dressed as metaxas and then <sighs> sent another guy in to be attacked by him yeah to make him look bad not that this makes him look bad frankly uh, oh, his people I, probably I, love it. His his people love it. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, it, oh. way to go. You knocked somebody off a bike. Congratulations. Oh. That's the Christians, though. That's I mean, that's what we're talking about. I, I think that's the theme of the whole show is just Christians say that they're one thing, but let's just pay attention to who they really are, <laughs> which is a bunch of evil, vile, violent bullshit artists right yeah which i'll bet you can confirm with i don't even know what your next story is but i'm gonna guess that it fits right in with that theme well i don't know oh okay um, let's let's see let's see how this how this goes um so down in tucson arizona sure I've uh, heard of it. there is a landmark of sorts okay uh on the corner of tank verde and Grant, which okay. I, I guess are two streets, uh, and I probably really, really butchered Tank Verde, but I have a feeling <laughs> it's a Verde and not a Verde. Um, uh -huh. Anyway, um, there's a McDonald's. <clears throat> oh, that is a landmark. A total land. No, it's what's out in front of the 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 the, the McDonald's. Uh, apparently, on their land, uh, at like right at the intersection right okay there's a giant tyrannosaurus rex um statue right sure um right next to the street light or the stoplight right and it's 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 just out there people like it it's kind of a thing this picture uh of it right now has a mask like a like a covid mask oh. on it okay right? like sure so it's like it's people pay attention to this thing um <laughs> but it's gotten the attention of a little group called Christians Against Dinosaurs. Oh, I am familiar with Christians Against Dinosaurs, yeah. which I think I think you're being generous by calling it a group. Well, um, it's a lady. Well, the the article actually mentions one Mr. Josh Brown. Oh, okay. With, She's got more than one with person. Christians Against Dinosaurs. So there are oh. at least two. It's not Christian. Okay. It's not Christian against dinosaurs. It's it, there right. are at least two. Uh, well, I've always thought of it more like the the Million Moms organization, which is just like three hundred moms or whatever. <laughs> Aspirational, the the number. Yeah. Um, yeah. So apparently they've been. Uh, he's been posting on Facebook on their the Christians Against Dinosaurs page, and it says, "Please help. This McDonald's has this dinosaur and refuses to move it." This is in Tucson, Arizona. Call the manager and demand the removal of this blasphemy. Right. Right. Because, because their whole their thing, thing. Yeah. Their thing is 
that they are are uh, they're dedicated to, be- to the belief that dinosaurs never existed at all and right. are in fact a scam perpetrated by scientists possibly as part of some liberal plot against religion right yeah the whole thing really <laughs> started when that when this woman went into a natural history museum and and made a youtube video which she believes with all her heart uh really socks it to big science mm. about uh, about dinosaurs and 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 how and proves that it's all just a lie yeah well um apparently there are a lot of people who kind of mock this christians against dinosaurs oh uh, that group and that... will post things that are kind of that are obviously uh that, that sort of sound like this on their right. page but probably aren't sincere right uh-huh. that are just mocking them uh, sure. but this one they uh the 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 journalist who who wrote this article actually reached out to this josh brown fellow and in order to ascertain whether this was like for real i mean it his post did have the telephone number of the mcdonald's on it uh, <laughs> and other inf- like contact information sure. um, as well as their address to kind of just like to to and it just seemed very legitimate and sincere right Uh-oh, and so sons of bitches. they uh they, i know right you, you so, just run into mcdonald's <laughs> you just you, you did something nice for the kids and you made an, a, a dinosaur <laughs> and then it's just uh so this cool. was his response that he's to this to this journalist questions um it says he says it seems to me that every dinosaur story and display or dinosaur themed event is furthering the myth that the earth is much older than the bible says it is yes the dinosaur <laughs> uh the mcdonald's should go uh away unless they're willing to compromise with a plaque of some kind stating it's a fictional character so he's fine as long as you know it's just they have a plaque it's the the yeah it's a some dinosaur burger themed dinosaur character right it's it's grimace's older brother (laughs) Uh, so anyway but uh the management of the mcdonald's has confirmed it is it this dinosaur is not going anywhere so well good they will not be bullied by some (laughs) facebook group Oh, I, it's so sad that they that they can't get that this obvious myth persists in the country <laughs> that these creatures are uh, were somehow a real thing just because you know their bones were pulled from the living rock. Oh, oh my gosh! Anybody who wants to, by the way, uh, if you're ever in the Western United States and you want to check out something cool in the middle of fucking nowhere, you should go to Dinosaur National Monument. Mm. out in uh, uh, it's actually i think it's on the colorado side of the utah colorado border out by uh by vernal utah yeah is it vernal vernal yeah yeah it's a uh, it's amazing it's an awesome thing and they they have just a rock face a giant cliff face from which they pulled so many dinosaur bones that at some point they just went okay we're just gonna stop now <laughs> and there's all of these bones that are just protruding from it that you can see, you know, the 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 geo, the the geologic record is is bearing the bearing witness to the truth of these things. Uh, it's fake, Dan. You're so it's a hoax. you're so gullible, Dan. It's all a hoax. Like the fact that you that you couldn't see that that was faked. Uh, That's a giant I'm an idiot. scam. 
right? Just to, I mean, just to try to just to harass these poor Christians. They won't even let you go up to the rock and chisel away at it to prove that it's not real rock. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Well, I'm going to close out with some a fascinating little thing. You know those those folks over to the Pew to the Pew Research Center. Uh, they like to ask people questions. They like to they like to con, cons, you know to to run their polls and their and their re research. And uh, they did they they did a recent thing in which they asked about consensual n unmarried sex. Wow. Okay. Uh, and they asked whether or not it was okay uh, for for different for people in different groups. Okay. So uh, and and you got to choose. Uh, the question was, uh, the following is uh, blank acceptable. So so the question is, sex between an between unmarried couples in a committed relationship is acceptable, either always. Sometimes, rarely, or never, re regardless of whether you yourself would do it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so that so that's the question that they put out there. Now, unaffiliated people uh, had a significant number of always and sometimes answers. Mm. So, sixty-two percent said it's always acceptable. Mm -hmm. Seventeen percent said sometimes acceptable. Okay. And only seven and fourteen respe respectively said rarely or never. That seems high to me. Yeah, yeah, it does actually. <laughs> okay. Uh, of the Christians, sort of as a, as a monolithic group, Christianity not not broken down because we can talk about the sort of Protestant versus Catholic versus you know evangelical or historically black churches and stuff. Sure. But okay. Christians on on the whole. If we if we say that always and sometimes are both a yes, okay, you know what I mean. Sure. Okay. What percentage would you say of of Christians in America would you say uh, are think that uh, sex between unmarried adults in a committed relationship is either always or at least sometimes acceptable? Someone else. They're not talking about themselves. This is their judginess. Correct. Correct. Am I supposed to be surprised by this number, or I'm not? I, I'm not going to give you that one. You're, you're going to have to just jump at a, jump, I, jump in I with a number. I have a feeling here. that I'm supposed to be surprised by this number. I'm going to say it's over fifty percent. I, I don't know how to dial it in more than that, though. It is fifty-seven percent of Christians, really, who said that it was it was uh, always thirty-three percent said always, twenty-four percent said sometimes. What? There's 33% yeah. that said always? It's always acceptable. A third of Christians are like, yeah, sure, why not? That's weird. Who are these people? Uh, I know. Huh. If it's not in a in a if they're not in a committed relationship, those numbers go down significantly. Okay. I guess that's but, that's key. But not that significant. I mean, it's still here's the thing. Uh only 18% say that it's always acceptable. Huh. If they're not in a committed relationship, thirty-two percent think it's sometimes acceptable. Huh. Now, what about the question that asks? Um, That's is fifty percent. Is it acceptable to go out, get drunk, and look for a one-night stand? <laughs> well, that's basically <laughs> what that one is. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd, I'd 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 say you have fifty percent that say that at least sometimes. That's fine. <laughs> I don't think so. 
No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> casual, casual sex between consenting adults who are not in a committed relationship. That's what that is. I guess so. It just so sounds go. more respectable. Yeah, well. <laughs> to them, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> Having sex on a first date, then they, the number drops dramatically. Well, so, yeah, that maybe question. that's. Yeah. Oh, okay. They said sex on a first date. Only 3% of Christians say it's always acceptable. Yeah, okay. 16% say it's sometimes acceptable. Huh. Um, here's an interesting one. An open relationship, meaning a committed relationship where both people agree that it's acceptable <gasps> to date or have sex with other people. Uh-oh. First of all, I want to say that unaffiliated people are not very okay with it either. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Well, you've got 27% of unaffiliated people who say it's always fine. 27% also, another 27% say it's sometimes fine. So it's hmm. a, only a little over half of the of, of the people think it's okay, hmm. unaffiliated. Right. But Christians, that's worse than having sex on the first date. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, in total. So, so only 3% say sex on the first date is okay always. 6% say an open relationship is okay always. Okay. Uh, but twelve only. But the total number of always or sometimes it's even lower for an open relationship than it is mm. for sex on the first date. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's a fascinating little thing. Um, I, I, you will not be surprised to learn that of that when you break it down into specific uh, groups, meaning you know Protestant, evangelical, you know evangelical versus mainline Protestant sure. versus Catholic versus whatever. Right. And you break down unaffiliated to be, you know, atheist, agnostic, or nothing in particular. The the most li liberally minded of those uh, is going to be the atheists, right? Yeah. Uh, where, um, when we're talking about the um, just sex with con between consenting adults, atheists say seventy one percent of, of of atheists say it's always acceptable. Twenty three percent say it's sometimes acceptable, and only two percent and of four percent say rarely or never hmm interesting um it's never agnostics, i agree it's never acceptable. right it's never acceptable <laughs> to have unmarried oh. sex huh yeah interesting Very, it's just a really interesting uh uh group the uh if you combine the the always and sometimes catholics are the most liberal of the of the christians which what? I guess doesn't surprise me. Really? Yeah. Huh. Those Catholics. Uh, you just never know. Those Catholics. But yeah, you better not get pregnant. Go. But don't get pregnant. Well, <laughs> or you better not. You better keep that baby. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happens, you but you got to keep that baby. <laughs> oh man, it's. But yeah, that the even people. If you you know, it it changes with. You know, if you ask about church attendance, people who attend attend religious services monthly or more, mm -hmm. uh, they're they're more prudish about the whole thing. But it's it's an interesting thing. Apparently, even even the Christians are like, "Yeah, go go have some fun. <laughs> nobody's nobody's getting hurt." <laughs> we'll, we'll, I mean, what us judge, <laughs> right? <laughs> Why would you think yeah. we'd be judgy? No, of course we not. Never, we're not we judgy. Wait, wait, wait a minute, though. Is it homosex? Because that's never okay. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's true. That would they change it a lot. They didn't really ask that I question, am. did they? Nope. Nope. I it imagine that would... consenting be... adults. 
that would just imagine it whatever the... you you want it to be yeah exactly hmm Okay, well, there you go. Hey, listen, kids, if you guys have anything you'd like to say about this or any of the stories that we've talked about, please don't hesitate to write to us. Our address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The what? Telephone number, Are you sure? I know. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around, guys. There's more show coming up. Dan. Hey. Um, so when you watch porn. And I do. Yeah. Um, do you have, like, do you, do you ever watch porn like with your, with your partner? I have done. You have done. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever, um, <laughs> have I ever had a third party Has in there the room? Is a that third what you I was about, and I'm like, oh shit, maybe I, <laughs> maybe that's not the right yeah. question. Apparently there has been, whether I knew about it or not, and we're going to learn all about it. Uh, this is this is a a oh <laughs> okay. I'm going to paint a picture because I don't want to just play this audio. Okay. Without people knowing who Todd White is. Okay. So I need everyone to imagine a garishly ugly, thousand-colored. A Hawaiian-style short-sleeved button-down shirt. Now, what if I actually like those shirts? You, you just like insulted one. me, Dan. You don't Garishly like this one. ugly. Yeah, and uh, I'm still painting. Okay, I'm still, okay. Let, sorry, let, sorry, sorry, let, sorry, sorry. Let the let me get uh, out, let the let painter get out paint. of your way. Let me get out of your way. Uh, I need you also to imagine. Uh, this is a an over tan but still white white guy. I mean, his name is fucking Todd White for crying for crying out loud. Okay, uh, but that doesn't stop him from having an enormous mass of uh, of dreadlocks coming off of his head. Oh boy! Which in this case are pulled into a a very large um, sort of hornet's nest behind his head. Okay, uh, and if you catch. How he's walking around, he's in those those shoes with all the with with the individual toes. Those uh those barefoot oh, shoes. Oh God, I hate those. They give me the heebie-jeebies. Anyway, I don't know why, but I just oh, I don't want to see your toes. <laughs> so to in shoes. That's the guy who's talking. Uh, now we can play the clip. Like, well, Lord, to be transparent, I got news for you. Nothing's hidden. He sits in the theater room of your soul and sees everything that goes across your screen, guys. Your whole pornography thing, you think like no one knows it? God's watching it with you. He waits till you reach climax. God, if he only knew me. If he only knew me. If he only desired to know me, I would be his climax. He's not mad. He just sees it. He sees it. In the frenzy and in the heat of, of, of a husband that is cheating on his wife. He sees it. He's right there in bed with you. He's right there in bed with you and he's seeing it all. He's watching it. He is watching you look into the woman that you're not in covenant with. He is watching through your eyes 
through your frenzy, through your passion, through you thinking that that's your life. And he is all the while in your heart saying, this is not who I created you to be. But through the frenzy of human wisdom and selfish ambition, people are like, I don't like this. Do you think he does? All the while in the heat of that moment where you're in, you think it's okay because your wife doesn't know and, and you've chosen to, to, because she doesn't treat you right. You're not getting what you think you need. You've, you've chosen to go, maybe the grass is greener on the other side of the fence and God is saying, if you would just water your own lawn. People don't like it when I talk like this. I don't care if you do or not, really. I love Jesus. I love him. He's in the bed with you, Frank. God's so dirty. God is a perv. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> he's like a mega perv. He is watching all of our porn. Get your own porn, God. Yeah, seriously. Like I, I mean, I'm kind of actually surprised. I didn't think God would watch porn. Oh really? Why do you think he made us? <laughs> I think we are porn for him. That's the whole point of us. Uh, That's why we make porn, because we were made in his image. And he's a porn freak. Oh, God, it's amazing. Oh, my gosh. He is a porn freak. I just... I, he, likes, he, he likes to be in... He, he, he's like Jerry Falwell Jr. He likes to be in the room when you're having sex with, with he somebody. He likes to look through your eyes. My God, Ooh. that's hot. Right? Like, that's... Wow. Yeah. Look at you. It's POV porn. <laughs> that's what he's into. Oh, my goodness. Well, there you go. Uh, that's their God's the creepiest. He's just Our the worst. Our God is a creepy God. Uh, it's so true. <laughs> All right. Well, we had some folks, uh, some folks write into us. Uh, we we talked about a couple things. We talked about churches and uh, church houses and what we want to do with them. And we had some folks write in with that. Michelle wrote in. Uh, I was reading about a local church in Oklahoma that was being sold, and a couple bought it, and they were turning it into a wedding venue. Okay. And are making sure that there are no restrictions of, on any kind of ceremony you want to have. It can be religious, secular, or whatever you want. Huh. They are doing it because they wanted, a, they wanted a secular wedding ceremony, but they loved how a church looked as a venue, and it was hard to find both. Oh. Anyway, it seemed like a cool business idea. That's actually kind of brilliant. I think so. Because, yeah, yeah. you're right. Like, they're, you know, we're conditioned, right? You can, you can try to reject the conditioning, right? Of, like, right. this is what a, a real wedding looks like, right? Um, but we are conditioned but by, by through every movie we've ever seen. Yeah. Probably a number of, of weddings that you went to, you know through your life um right. and there is some an, a nice church and we've talked about this a lot on the show actually but a nice church a nice building a beautiful building is by which you mean not a mormon church not a mormon church at all <laughs> um there's something about it that can be very inspiring and very yeah. awe-inspiring right yeah and so to be to have your special day um in in that kind of setting i yeah that's 
so to, to do, I hope they found a nice church and not a yeah. a used LDS chapel that was just on right. the market. Right. I hope it is nice. Yeah. And I hope that they do a lot of gay weddings there. Uh-huh. And I hope they yeah. and I hope it pisses off the former congregation yeah. to no end. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's great. Yeah. Cool. Um, Eric also wrote into us. Hey guys, uh, you said you uh, you said to tell you any cool stories of how old churches had been repurposed, and I have a doozy that is right in line with what Dan wants. A few years ago, my wife and I were friends with people who run a burlesque group. They would have rad- rather legendary after parties after their performances that everybody wanted to get an invite to. <laughs> we got invited to our first one, and all, and all we were told was, meet us at the church, and were given an address. Mm. We showed up, and sure enough, it was an old church. It had been purchased by a rather well-off couple who converted it to their home. They had converted the chapel into a dance room, with a, with a stage and disco lights and huge speakers. I even saw it with a pole installed one year for pole dancing. Mm, they loved karaoke and had an amazing system there. Huh. Due to its location, we could be make, make as much noise as we wanted. No neighbors would hear. Yeah. They also had a private courtyard in which they had put a killer hot tub and an above-ground pool. And since it was private and the couple were swingers, the pool and hot tub were clothes optional. Anyway, wow. that sounds... That sounds fun. That sounds way fun. That's ex- that's exactly what you should do. Yeah, have a have have swinging parties or whatever. <laughs> uh, and one more about that. Uh, uh, hey, uh, I, hiya! I so I just listened to the podcast from this weekend. I'm Dutch. This is from Robert. Okay, uh, I'm Dutch, and although I live in New York City now, when I still lived in Amsterdam, there was a church on. The okay, you're gonna make me say it. I'll try. <laughs> Harlem Har- Harlemerstraat. Ah, there's there's a lot of double. You have no idea how many letters are doubled how many in that. A's there are in that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Harlemerstraat, uh, where rumors had it there would be a B, there would be BDSM parties in the basement oh, every week. Okay. Figured that tidbit would make you guys happy. Hmm. Nice. So there you go. Pe- people are out there doing the Lord's work. I like that. The other thing that we talked about uh, was we wanted we we put a call out for people to talk about good, uh, good groups that were doing uh, good works out there in the world that were atheist or or run by atheists, yeah. or you didn't have to worry about them being uh, religious, right? Uh, so Shannon wrote into us to say, Hi, Frank and Dan. I heard that you were interested in hearing from some atheist organizations who are doing good stuff in the world. This is not specifically labeled as an atheist organization, but it is run by atheists and doing what it's doing based on the principles of humanism rather than being driven by religion. Hmm. Uh, isn't humanism a religion? I don't. Anyway, we'll, we'll just glide past that and move on. The organization is the Neighborhood Garden Project. And it just got up and running officially this year. Hell of a year to start something. Yeah, right? <laughs> Good luck, you guys. Uh, anyway, my husband and I started it out of the need we have seen for, uh, for folks to have access to free local food as well as the knowledge to grow and produce food themselves uh, or for themselves, their families, and their communities. It was very interesting to be building free food gardens for folks in the community this spring while the grocery stores were being emptied. Oh, yeah, yeah wow. Um, so they, anyway, they have that sounds great. They've got a GoFundMe. I think we're going to put that link into the into the show notes, Frank. If you'll uh, if you'll work that oh, in. Oh God, uh, let me make a note. Yeah, make a note <laughs> for that. And uh, and yeah, good good job, everybody. Uh, thanks, Shannon, for writing that in. We also had 
Brandon write in, Hello, I'm a big fan of the show. Last week you asked if anyone was involved in an atheist group who was doing good in their community. It may not seem like much, but I've started a humanist organization in my community, and we're just happy to exist. Uh, we are in a very red, Bible-loving community, and people don't take kindly to us. Huh. Maybe next time I write in, I'll be able to tell you about a huge community service project event we are hosting. But right now... Just being able to provide a community for people who don't fit in with our religious neighbors is a big deal that's, to us. And that's and, huge. Yeah, that's great. It is huge. Yeah. Uh, and I'm proud of you for doing it, Brandon. Way to get out there and, uh, and, and, and make something happen. And I encourage that kind of behavior because I promise you, you're not the only person in your community right. who, who feels the need for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, one more. Uh, Sarah wrote into us. Uh, she is the co-founder and director of the Atheist Community of Polk County in Florida. She wrote in to say uh, that due to COVID, they created a coalition of organizers called It Takes a Village to Fight Food Insecurity. But because of COVID, uh, we didn't want people coming and going through in a storefront type pantry. And we know uh, many people are unable to drive to travel or to get to food banks. Um, and there are a ton of migrant families uh, who are afraid to seek out traditional services mm. for Trump America right. reasons. God. So we designed a weekly no-contact delivery program. We're the fourth largest county by area, so it's a lot of ground to cover. Uh, Sarah says, I wrote about it in more detail for the Foundation Beyond Belief, uh, which is uh, foundationbeyondbelief.org slash news slash it hyphen takes hyphen a hyphen village. Uh, and I'm happy to chat with anybody about what we're doing if they want to replicate it in their own area. That's, so go yeah. look that up. You can find them also at polkatheists.org. That's great. Congratulations to all of you yeah. guys. Thanks for uh, for putting that stuff out there into the world. Yeah, that's that's awesome. good stuff. And then, Dan, yeah, we have some people to thank. Oh, some my favorite time of the podcast, <laughs> y'all. Um, we have some new patrons on Patreon. Uh, they went to thankgodimatheist.com and followed over the to, to Patreon. Um, we have two new deacons, Dan. Ooh, we hello. We have well done, Robert and Caitlin. Thank you to the both of you. Yeah, um, thanks so and much. And then we have a new priest, Dan. Oh, well done. Uh, fuck the Texas. <laughs> I don't. Sorry, sorry, Texas. But thank you. Nah, fuck, the. fuck you, Texas. <laughs> I mean, we, we've we've met some lovely people in Texas, and and had we've had a good time in sure. Texas together, you and I. But a couple times. <laughs> but yeah, you know, kind of fuck Texas. That's oh true. Oh my god. Anyway, so uh, thank you very much for for signing up, guys. Um, and of course, we always have our our, our top donor, our Lord and Savior to thank, Davis. Ah. Uh, Praise be. Dan. Hey. So something has happened in these United States. Um, we, 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 <laughs> a lot I, has happened think, in these United yeah, States. I, I think a lot of us were noticing a lot of our, our, our neighbors um, sort of losing grip with reality. Over the, oh my the, God. the past uh, decade, it seems to be really, really gearing up and, and picking up steam. This, like, just conspiracy theories have just become 
uh, a regular part of like of people's lives and more and more well, people are stumbling into them and have these I mean it seemed silly at first yeah. it was just every now and then you'd you'd stumble across somebody who was a flat earther and you'd just be like oh my god that's nuts right we're freaking out and about yet, chemtrails right right yeah exactly or something like that and you're just like these guys or you know somebody's like still a, a bigfoot person or whatever mm -hmm. And then I think here's what here's I have a personal theory, which is that um, we had I don't know if you remember this. Uh, it was 300 years ago, but we had a black president <laughs> and a whole bunch of racists lost their goddamn mind yeah. for eight years. Yeah. Absolutely apoplectic about this black dude who was like who they in their minds is is like this communist far left radical leader <laughs> who is this moderate by, centrist president <laughs> oh my god right of center by any other world standard um but yes yeah this this guy was so crazy and ever since then once they really truly lost their mind they needed they were they were primed for someone to step in and just push the crazy button. Yeah. And that someone is Q. Yeah. QAnon, uh, and as the name implies, is an anonymous... We don't know who or what this is. Or how many people. Or how many people are, are involved in this. It is a... It is a uh, it's just... Someone who goes and posts in, you know, in 4chan and all these sort of <laughs> crazeball uh, online places <laughs> and claims to be, you know, an insider. They, they, you know, they're deep in the government. Right. They have Q level access to, you know, so, so they know, you know, this is better than beyond, far beyond just, you know, secure, you know top secret clearance right yeah oh yeah and they're they're spilling the real truth and uh at first it was just this sort of nutball thing like and you know we all remember this there was the whole pizzagate thing right oh my God, where yeah. where QAnon was saying that there was this huge conspiracy by washington insiders to traffic uh children for sex trafficking for and and other things and and boy it gets nutso but this was this was a pedophilic trafficking ring run by very powerful all democrats mind you in washington <laughs> dc and then and he labeled this pizza place this ping pong pizza place and it it all culminated when a, a young guy went in who believed it entirely and was going to put a stop to it and, and went into this pizza place. A sincere young guy. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I've seen the video, like his goodbye video, right? And Oh, that he did before yeah, did he you went? See that? Have you seen that? No, I've it's never seen that. It's worth watching because it's like it's really easy to demonize this guy. No, he was duped. He, he was a true believer Oh, in this yeah. thing and he, he was going to put a stop to something purely evil something yeah. genuinely evil who isn't and against I, child traffic sex trafficking right, right. Like, 
Because because they had all been fed this story yeah. that there were children chained up yeah. in the basement of this thing, yeah. and people were going in and ordering a you know a, a pizza and a kid and walk <laughs> and driving out of there. And he went on special to, just tonight, pizza and a kid, twenty dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he was going to solve it. He went in with an AR-15 yeah. and a handgun, and he shot a few shots. Yep. And then, you know, demanded to see the basement. And just like in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, there's no basement in the Alamo. There wasn't a basement. <laughs> it was. So, oh. this, if anybody was thinking rationally at all, that would be the moment when, oh, QAnon's fake. Right. Yeah. But guess what? That's not how conspiracy theory minds work. Yeah. All counter evidence is evidence for when when you when you believe in a conspiracy and it's just getting worse yeah well and now like there's this phenomenon um and there's been a, a slew of articles um in various publications over the last few weeks talking about this issue of of evangelicals falling prey to the QAnon conspiracy theories and yeah. i read this article um that was it was it was they they were talking to this this preacher in oklahoma and he was telling the story of like of like some parishioners of his who had left and he like went and talked to them and he's like hey you know you've been you've been part of our community for so long like what's going on and it became really clear to him right away that they had gotten into like QAnon conspiracies and so he started yeah. calling around to other, you know, colleagues of his other other pastors, um, and they all were reporting the same kind of thing, right? That there were that they were, yeah, I, these people had been part coming to my church for five six years. All of a sudden, they they've up and left because of of this weird conspiracy theory or set of conspiracy theories, and yeah. it's like, and so the. Like what the fuck is happening where people are are leaving their religious communities because they're putting more trust in this conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. And and they're finding more meaning in the conspiracy theory than they're than they were getting at their at their old church. Well, you and I were talking earlier and and you know, the all new religious movements tend to have a charismatic leader at the center. Sure, yeah. Mormonism had Joseph Smith. Uh, I don't know how charismatic he was, but, you know, Scientology had L. Ron Hubbard, whatever. This charismatic leader, nobody, even his, even his or their or what, her followers have no idea who this person is. That's the shocking thing about this, is that they are... Yeah. Just all in, all the chips are on the table for this, for for this cult leader yeah. who has not yet revealed their identity. It's amazing. Yeah, well, it's it's sort of like we're we are now like really getting to see what a digital age, the rise of 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 a new like cult or movement or whatnot. Uh, yeah. In a, in the digital age, what that looks like, right? Like, like because right. like 
it's you, you knew it was going to be something new. You knew it was going to be something, you know. I honestly thought it was going to be like some 16-year-old, you know, you know, <laughs> posting on Instagram some right. nonsense, right? But yeah. I mean, I, and but, those are out there. And those are out there, but like 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 I, I thought it was going to be like a personality that people really somehow connected to through the internet. Right. Right. But like And what's amazing is, is that like, it's not that. It's devoid of personality. Yeah. It's the opposite of personality. Yeah. Everybody gets to create their own idea, right? Right. Which is even yeah, more powerful it's a, it, in a really sick way. It's amazing. And and I think I think the powerful thing that that you mentioned, the the thing the crazy thing is it's more real to them than than their than Jesus. Like yeah. this is more important to them, more real to them than their belief in in God because they're doing awful things yeah. in the name of these this Q thing. Yeah. They are being hateful, horrible people. Uh and you know, and they here you know, it's funny because every time I read a study about or or you know an article or a uh, a journal and a you know a, a scientific paper about what's going on with a conspiratorial brain mm. there's this thing about people want to feel like they have special information people yeah. like to feel special yeah. like they have they they know something that other people don't yeah. they've got the insider information and it has it's so it, it's become such a part and this is also a very american phenomenon this is like the american thing but i mean now it's gotten so out of control that it's getting more and more mainstream i know you know you've got these people you got the people that made the pandemic documentary uh, -huh. uh making claims about covid19 that they couldn't possibly be made and and again, it's just conspiracy theory nonsense, and it has millions of views. Mm -hmm. And sure, some of that is like people like us watching it, sort of in with our eyes wide in horror. But that's because not it's the, that, that's not a that's not a huge percentage. <laughs> no, most most people won't watch it. Right, most people right. will 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 shy away from it because, I mean, I have no stomach for it. I mean, right. I, you actually can't count me in that because I'm I'm so mortified. I often just have to turn the other way, but nonetheless. Um, but now the uh, now what's happening is that it's actually like so now it's taking over things like uh, they're, they're, the the QAnon followers are really focusing again back on the the trafficking children thing. Oh my god! And they're getting it wrong, yeah. and the problem is that they're getting it wrong in a way that's actually really hurting. Yeah. The uh, the people who are actually doing the work to stop the child sec the the child trafficking because the, the truth is, what child trafficking actually looks like is that that someone in a child's trusted circle of adults is taking advantage of them and grooming them and then, uh, you know, doing horrible things with them. That's what that's what child sex trafficking in the United States actually looks like. So it's not dungeons where their blood is being <laughs> right. drained so that wealthy democrats can drink it and right or, and hollywood elites and hollywood elites yeah exactly and that's what these people are imagining is that there are massive uh uh rings of traffickers right. that kidnap children 
lock them into a dungeon, right. and and then uh, trade them, you know, pass them around to each other and drink their blood for the adrenochrome and yeah. all this stuff. And, you know, they sell them on Wayfair as a, you know what I mean? Like, this, it's, like all of this is crazed, yeah. and it's insane. And, you know, it's, you know Wayfair has a... a dresser that costs more than somebody thinks it should cost you know ten thousand dollar dresser must be a kid must be that they're actually selling children <laughs> it's but people are believing it and the thing is that non-q oh, believers are believing it because here's the thing you don't want to be the guy who says uh no i don't want to help trafficked children right nobody wants to be that person and of course you don't but the thing is that that it's there are, is not this giant global cabal, and that's the other thing. We have to get to the point. We we have to to also acknowledge that this is deeply, deeply based in racism and anti-Semitism. Yeah. All of this is funded by George Soros and the Rothschilds, which is which is always just code for Jews. <laughs> it's the Jews, right? And then and and. You know, and of course Obama's doing it because he's, you know, because he's evil, and he'll and the Clintons are deeply involved in it. Uh, but you know who's not involved in it? Any of the Republicans. Isn't that convenient? So there you go. The global cabal, which is another code for Jews, uh, is uh, is is conveniently and safely not their guys. None of their guys are involved. <laughs> Well, and, and uh, like, regardless of the fact of like you know the number of photographs of Trump gleefully clutching Jeffrey Epstein and and what's his name right. what what's his girlfriend's name just like close to him yeah. arms around arms around each other yeah. yeah that that doesn't count right far more suspicious but, than, yeah, than exactly. anything that they've dreamt up and, and 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 that's I know it goes without saying that there's like no evidence. For what they're asserting right but that's right. that's the scary part for me is is just this they think it up like like people like alex jones right they they right. they they hear some news say they see some headline right that they don't like and they just think up a conspiracy right oh yeah they, they, they just spin a yarn they they, they lit it's they're they're not even like tr they, they're not even like the crazy person with the all the pic pictures on the the bulletin board and the yarn connecting all that they're not even like really connecting anything they just right. spit it out there was this there was actually and a really good uh was it frontline right on pbs mm. that delved into alex jones uh totally worth a watch if you haven't seen it um and uh and 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 they 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 highlight that fact of just w essentially just watching him come up with stuff on the fly yeah and it's like what the just, fuck like how do you do you really think that when educated people assert something right that that mm. or, or 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 people who who have researched something are are making an assertion of some kind that they that they're just coming up with it that they haven't done homework, that they haven't really legitimately looked at real facts, right? Right. Like their facts are people's, is, is this person over here just saying it, right? Right. 
And and if you're not and and the followers, the listeners of these things, the people who are who are born again Q slash you know Infowars slash whatever followers, they're not fact checking these people, no. or if they are, they're doing it within that bubble. Right. So they're they're bouncing new ideas off of each other, and that's the other thing is that you know Q says something, and then they their echo chamber bounces it back and forth, and it and. Suddenly, it's not just this pizza place because the whole Pizzagate thing just started with, you know, when uh, WikiLeaks, somebody hacked into John Podesta's email. Yeah, that's an amazing story. And he just started, you know, they noticed that he emailed about pizza. This, you know, the pizza place actually, the owner let Democrats have events there, like like fundraising events. So they kept talking about pizza. And suddenly, like, people are theorizing that, like, has anybody thought of maybe what if pepperoni pizza means a boy and pasta means a girl and blah blah, blah and they're yeah. just riffing and then it just becomes a fact yeah. that they all know. Right. It's it's just it, it's so, insane. It's disgusting, so, yeah. awful. And that's what we're contending with right now in this country. Yeah, right? and like, and meanwhile, the, the people, uh, Donald Trump yeah. is like, he he doesn't disavow this. No, he's dialed he just, in. Like, he, just, he loves this shit, right? He loves it. And, and people, you know, you'll see people with Q shirts n- wearing a MAGA hat. Well, and you know, we're all going of his rallies have, have people members with... of Congress, Dan. Yeah, that like, there's a woman in Georgia, I think, that got through the primary in a district that's right. guaranteed to, to she's going to be voted into into Congress this fall. Right. She is an like she's a Q believer. She's totally at into which Q point on. she will have more access than whoever this Q person actually has. <laughs> so she'll be able to confirm or deny, but she won't yeah. because that's the thing. Because she's going to go whole problem for it. And the whole problem here I'm is pissed off when she can't find it. But yeah, it exactly. Won't make her not believe it. No, the whole problem here is this isn't just a political thing. This is a religion. People aren't looking for evidence or real answers. They're looking for belief, and they love their belief. And it is a part of their identity. It is who they are. Yeah. It's not what they think. It's who they are. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, don't, by the way, go to any of these 4chan boards or 8chan. No, don't. Anything with chan in chan. it. Avoid chans. 18 this chan. Is all, I do kind of like 19 chan. Nine, 19 chan was fun, <laughs> but I, I still I still avoid all the chans. Uh, Are there more than yeah, one I, chan? Are you? I've never yeah, heard there this. There actually is. There are? There actually is an Yeah. Oh, God. A, a, for a f- yeah, it's oh my gosh, you guys, just uh, j- I that's the other thing is that if you have relatives that believe this stuff, do not go to them and try and talk them out of it with like sense. <laughs> do some research on how to extract a family, how to deprogram a family member from a cult, because that's what you're going to have to get. Jesus to do. Christ! And I'm not even kidding about that. Yeah. That's not a joke at all. Yeah. There is literature on how to deprogram a family member from cult thinking, and that's where you're going to have to go. And if you can't get it, you're you've lost them for a while. So uh. there you go. Great news uh, for America and for all of us. Uh, it's a wonderful time 
to be alive. Uh, if you would like to write to us and tell us either A, that we're being horrible and that Q is real and we need to, to wise up, or talk to us about how your family member believes that. Yeah. Feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. And if you like what you hear on the show, please go to our and website. You, you should. <laughs> and you've listened to the whole damn episode. If you'd like to support us, please go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and click on the support Woo! tab. You can also... Just go over and write a review of the show on whatever platform uh, you get the show from. That's that's a great way yeah. to help us out as well. Go to all the platforms. Write reviews. Say we're amazing. <laughs> Lie to the people and say that we're the best thing out there on the market. We're pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, thanks so much. Go to facebook.com slash TGI Atheist uh, and click the like button. Do that. And while you're on and Facebook, also... Find the TGIA Members Only Lounge by searching for it. Or Dan, how do they find it directly? It's facebook.com slash groups slash TGIA dot members only. So you can find it if you can if you can follow those instructions. Hey, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And a big thanks goes out to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And a super big thanks goes out to all of you for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.